Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. What is going on in our White House? First, Ramadan dinners? Do you know the National Day of Prayer has not been celebrated by the current residents? But Ramadan is. Disgusting. Oh, but you're a bigot if you point out that he's a Muslim. So, he held an iftar dinner. You can look that up yourself. He's using our White House to, quote, recognize the sacredness of Ramadan to Muslims, end quote. The sacredness of our public enemies who blew us up? We cannot afford to forget that, folks. So our very own what house is promoting their beliefs? They mass slaughter thousands of American citizens. Oh yes, please, by all means, let's celebrate them and their beliefs. Brilliant. From the White House. Continuing on. He likens not being an enemy sympathizer to being ignorant. Quote, when confronted by ignorance, end quote. Then he praises this, quote, She was determined to defend the right to wear a hijab and to have the same opportunities as everybody else. Interruption here. Wearing a hijab and having the same opportunities as everybody else are equivalent? Uh, no, they're not. Continuing, quote, She went all the way to the Supreme Court, which I didn't do at her age, and she won. So, Samantha, we're very proud of you, end quote. Okay, so learn English and how it works, dude. You didn't do what? Go to the Supreme Court? For your right to wear a hijab? Because you wanted to wear one. But you knew Islam would kill you for being homosexual. Because <laughs> that's what your so-called religion of peace does. When confronted by ignorance, it speaks peace. No, it chops the heads off of men, Mr. Barack Obama, who would wear a hijab for fun because you're gay I don't know I'm just saying I'm just asking why you wanted to go to the Supreme Court like she did <sighs> moving on Christians we don't do that we don't kill people we just try to save their souls and their lives from sin save them not murder them we kind of require them to be alive for that yeah but you're not a Christian you're an open Muslim so you wouldn't understand that now here's a very scary quote, proving the above assertion about his religion. Quote, when our values are threatened, we come together as one nation, end quote. Speaking to Muslims, not speaking to Americans about America, speaking to Muslims as though this were their nation. It's not, it's ours. He goes on to say, quote, around the world and here at home, there are those who seek to divide us. Here in America, many people personally don't know someone who is Muslim. End quote. He's openly using the White House to try to make America a Muslim nation. Not gonna happen. Because we're not gonna let it happen, are we? Are we? I'm including the links to these two issues in today's description. You can verify it. I don't use wiki or anything stupid for my sources. Folks, this is straight from whitehouse.gov. Check it out yourselves before it's removed. Now, he's making up a fake unholy day for the month of June and having a so-called pride celebration this past Wednesday. Disgusting. 
Yes, I said it, and by golly do I mean it. This is a blight upon America. Neither of these things have any place in our White House. Well, you get what you plant, don't you? The Bible says it this way. That which a man sows, that shall he also reap. So at this event on Wednesday, someone gets up to express an opinion contrary to the accepted agenda. This goes on for an astonishingly long time. There were several calls for the removal of this person before security handled it. Do you know, current resident, that it would have been stopped in the first few seconds for anyone else without being asked? They would have seen and responded immediately. But you have so lowered the office. You have so failed to inspire respect by presenting yourself in a manner worthy the head of a nation that you have to repeatedly beg for help before it comes. There's also the fact that your behavior has left people uncertain of how to respond. They could trust an American president's actions in the past. There was some consistency of behavior that left no room for subjective decision. There was appropriate, consistent behavior on both sides. But hey, this is the America you wanted to create. No objective standards. Feel good? How you liking it? Neither are we. And it's not, not, not because your skin is dark. It's because your actions are unbecoming a president of these United States. Your words, your speech, your policies, the way you play fast and loose with American law, pushing your anti-American agenda upon our nation, the way you ignore our laws and try to destroy them with new, bad, and quite illegal executive orders, the way you continually call evil good and good evil. Well, back to this house party. You're in my house, he says. Then he makes comments about coming for the hors d'oeuvres and booze. He said, I know that's right, and laughs in regards to booze, his word. What president of any nation would speak like that? Privately, much less publicly? Booze. We're now having booze parties in the White House of the United States of America. Anyone else out there as shamed as I am? Because I know what that looks like. I used to go to those, host those, before I was walking with Adonai. My Lord and my God. If he was a Christian, as his mouth has claimed, he would also be following Adonai, not Allah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not the false God of Ishmael's descendants. So, he says, you're in my house. Um, excuse me? No. Guess what? You're actually in our house. That's my house. I was actually born in America. That is my house, boy. That is not your house. That White House belongs to the American people, and you are only there on approval. You can be removed from the White House at any time, and you will be, though not soon enough if it were yesterday. But we can never be removed. We are the people. That is our house. The current resident says he doesn't appreciate hecklers when he's up in the house. What is this, the white ghetto now? Up in the house? You need to have some respect, sir. You need to understand and appreciate the fine, noble, dignified, yes, the acting white dignity of that house that you're shaming. It's not some drug slum. It's not up in the house. 
Pull your pants up from around your ankles and stop acting like a Chicago drug thug. You shame my nation. And you know what? You shame yourself. You're all proud of and listing off the many ways in which you have weakened our country. You're openly and actively trying to destroy my house. Our founders were incredibly wise to disallow foreigners in that office. You can neither think nor act properly like a native born and bred citizen when you are not one. You don't even come close to thinking like an American. And that's exactly why you were chosen to be the tool you are. It is absolutely abhorrent to me to hear the low comments coming out of my White House. I hope everyone else out there is disturbed as well. Isn't it time we go back to looking at the content of a person's character when we're considering a leader? Praise God Almighty that this one cannot run again. And I'm not blaspheming when I say that. I am genuinely giving praise that there is a sure end to this abomination in the office of our president. We should have run him out with tar and feathers in the beginning, but at least the end is in sight. The current resident told the unhappy person heckling, shame on you. Excuse me? Shame on you for creating such an atmosphere. He said, quote, it's not respectful, end quote. Like you even recognize respect? You don't. You don't have any respect for the office, for the White House, for your job, for your place and your position in front of the American people. You fail to get the fact that you are the servant of the American people. Yes, sirree, that's what the President of the United States of America is, the truest servant of every single American citizen. You're not the boss, newsflash. We are your boss corporately and individually. You're there on our dime. The office exists as the ultimate representative of the people. That means you are supposed to act in our best interest, not your own. You are our flunky. We are not yours, sir. Once again, the paid mouthpieces that used to be media are making him out to be some sort of a big cool hero. He's not. He has shamed us all and I pray that we will all use better judgment this next time around. And yet, he set the tone for this to happen. He opens the meeting by saying, This is a rowdy crowd. Well, hey, you invited them. Then he makes this statement, quote, I don't want you guys to break anything while you're here now. End quote. Oh, ha ha. This is not some common street party. This is the White House. The seat of American government. Another shameful thing he does. He praises the LBGT guests for, quote, small, quiet acts of defiance, end quote. No American president should be praising defiance. Defiance is lawlessness. Sir, do you have any idea that you are to uphold law? Clearly, you don't. You should only praise lawful acts. Shame on you again! What are some other examples of his manner of speech in general? Hmm, <laughs> how about the obvious recent use of the N-word? Which, of course, has become okay to say, but only if you're considered black, a term I hate to use. No one's black, and there are so many shades in that term, it's a bad joke. I myself have often been viewed as such. I'm not. I'm Mexican in ethnicity, though, American in birth. And really, 
quite pale at this moment. Well, burning up nicely in a place where I'm finally getting sun again. But still, come on. It's okay for you to use, quote, hate speech. No. Again, unprofessional, undignified. Here is a quote from Barack Obama himself regarding the past church fiasco and Mr. Wright's statements. I won't call him Reverend Wright because no man is to be revered, only Hashem. So, quoting Obama, I believe that words that degrade individuals have no place in our public dialogue. End quote. Oh, really? Really? Because most everyone else thinks the N-word degrades individuals. I would add, it degrades those who use it. Or perhaps only points out the level to which they have already degraded themselves. Shame on you. And it does hurt. There have been a couple of times in my son's life, and folks, his skin is about as pale as it gets. Somehow. He just came out that way. But children have refused to play with him because his mom's an N-word. <laughs> wow, really? I remember the first time. It's kind of funny now, but he ran upstairs and asked me if I was the N-word. I was like, excuse me, young man? He was probably about five then. Where on earth did you hear that sort of language? Because that's straight up a four-letter word in Cali. He was in tears, and he told me what the child on the playground had said. I'm not allowed to play with you because your mom's a N-word. <laughs> I laughingly dried his tears and assured him I was not. But the parents who were teaching their child to hate most certainly were... I also impressed upon him the need for soap-meeting mouth, if that word was ever heard from his mouth again. Wow, I can't believe these days I actually perpetuated the soap in the mouth. Do I need to wash out your mouth with soap? <laughs> Which was really just holding the bar in your mouth for a bit, and then rinsing for the next four years. Oh, I would never do that now. Well, someone else's mama should have done that to him, it seems before she loosed him on American politics. That's a bad word, Mr. O. You don't need to be saying or portraying the N-word anymore. No one needs to vote for a political candidate based upon their skin color, whichever shade you wear. And let's revisit the voting machines producing a pre-programmed result again. There was a great expose on that when they were first introduced, but of course, nothing ever came of it. Despite the proofs that arise in every election, where someone's choice has been changed after being input. Research it, people. That's got to be out there somewhere still. So, back to my original question. What house is this? Is it the House of Quran? Is it some shady urban party house? Or is it the beacon of light and freedom, of truth and dignity to the entire world? Well... How are we going to get out of this mess? Believe it or not, not just a new election. Yeshua. Jesus. He is willing to save Obama as well, if he will turn away from these false gods, repent of his sin, and turn to the one true God in three persons. Hashem, his only begotten son Yeshua, and the Ruach HaKodesh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. How about you? The Holy Bible tells us to choose this day whom you shall serve. Choose God, okay? Thanks for listening. Yeshua Yehovah, Jonah 2.9. Copyright 2015, A Christian.